You come at the king, you best not miss. You're now locked in the zone, zone 32. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. My name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. His name is Grant. We got some time today, so let's get into it. So, the Ravens have not made any outside moves. They made a couple of re-signings with Geo Stone and others. There are some short receivers, fast guys that were on the move this past weekend. Brandon Cook's getting traded to the Cowboys for a fifth in the future sixth. And you got Elijah Moore, who went to the went to the Browns for a second. But it was not just Elijah Moore, it was him in the third for a second. And then, of course, you got Miko Hardman going to the Jets to seemingly replace him. Marquise Brown is probably somewhere on Twitch right now. So, Drew, I'm going to start with you. Why shouldn't I be mad about all these midgets not coming here? Well, I mean, number one, we, we were, you know, we've, we've tried the fast midget experiment, experiment and it has not... Uh not worked out too well. I would like our receivers to be over at least like one who's like six three, six four. That would be ideal. I'm kind of tired of the uh, everybody being a fast midget game. There really hasn't been any receiver that's moved that I've been, you know, had any real kind of feelings about. Um, I know Will and I have been joking on Twitter about being upset anytime, you know, why receiver signs somewhere that, you know, it's the worst thing in the world and what's EDC doing. But there are people like Grant who wake up every morning mad at the world that, you know, we haven't signed anybody yet. So fuck them. I don't know. Oh, is that a, um, see, you can't complain though. Cause I've been told that this podcast is a diary for 15 year old girls. that so doesn't have enough reviews. So and I don't know if we can, um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I speaking think we gotta of, be more upbeat. Speaking of six, three, six, four, uh, the jets obviously have a surplus of wide receivers and, uh, Corey Davis kind of fits that mold. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if EDC's See, a little... Yeah, I don't want Corey Davis because of the dumb fuck Robert today. <laughs> that was a stupid <laughs> comment is... by him. Corey Davis would be the veteran depth that I want. He, I, he would be like our, you know, he would be slot in behind Bateman, and hopefully we get a wide receiver one that, that is ahead of Bateman. And then DuVernay isn't playing this major role. But I, I like Corey Davis. Like he was saying when he made that very dumb comment saying what's the difference between Odell, Odell Beckham and, and uh, Corey Davis, there's a huge difference between them, but Corey Davis would be, I think a good compliment to, to what we have. And, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. Hopefully I would put Corey Davis on that, you know, like the list of if, if it's a guy we got, I I would be fine with it. And if it's a guy that went somewhere else, I wouldn't care. Yeah. True. true. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and but that's, like, I'm that's not going to lose uh, sleep over Corey Davis going somewhere else, but if or Corey Davis staying in New York. But if we were to find our way to getting Corey Davis, and it wasn't some you know mega contract, I'd be fine. I know. just like his profile. He's big, strong, wide catch radius. Uh, he plays physical. He makes contested catches. So like that's uh, something that we've been missing. It's like sort really of like Anquan Bolden, uh, you know prototype he's not anquan bolden but he has some of those uh features that we we are lacking we don't have anybody that does any of that shit so i i would i would like that obviously i, I don't want like him but i don't way. want him to be the guy we get to be our number one wide receiver that no, that much he's, he's a no. move he can't be the move right yeah yeah totally. and like, i'm i'm okay so like i'm i'm okay with him like and, and that's in the sense of i think he could be something and, you know i think he's a fit for the offense in general but i think he's something that we kind of thought sammy watkins was going to be you know when we signed him the first time and the second time just a veteran that can Whistle step in and kind of 
for <laughs> run like those different, you know, kind of like intermediate routes that, you know, he can, you know, get over the top if he needs to, but he's the big physical guy. Like Will said, you know, I've been clamoring for a signing as we all know, and think that, you know, cookie baking needs to be slowed down a little bit, take the apron off and put the GM hat on. But like, you know, I'm Those not mad about Elijah Moore. They're not doing a very good job, but so, but the Elijah Moore move, like, you know, I could care less about that. I like Elijah Moore, but for a second plus, I think that's fucking stupid. And like people whining about it. I mean, he's, he's a better option than Duvernay, but I mean, it's still not like Will said, we need like a guy and like yeah. the same thing with like, you know, uh, McCall Hardman thing like McCall Hardman like yeah okay man maybe he can make a couple plays a game but you're talking one or two plays a game and we have that in Devin Duvernay so he is, comp- on the he is an exact comp to Devin Duvernay yeah I mean, yeah it- your post earlier was dead on about that with like the you know that's thing but here's my thing with the whole side of us waiting too long and that's where my frustrations come in and it's not just for wide receiver I mean we need a CB2 bad so either we're going to draft in the first round a corner that's going to slot in at CB2 or we're going to have to go for a receiver, which I don't think JS center flowers are going to be there unless we trade up. We don't really have the capital to move like that unless that's, we, yeah. you know, throw in a queen or something. Right. So but that's why I, I think that we, we can't, that, yeah, the, the, the silence I think yeah. means that we are targeting a, a top of the depth chart wide receiver. Have and to, because, yeah. but if we, if in he a trade, in misses, a trade, in a trade, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be a trade. We're done. With the, the experience. We're, yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, Odell, Odell, right. But I still think if we get Odell, you have to go get uh like a shark, like somebody like DJ Shark yeah, or sure, something. Sure. Something a little or, bit or, yeah. or, no market. or Corey Davis. There's no yeah. there's been yeah. no movement around Shark so far. So I mean yeah, that's that a guy clear, that can right? be but, but then you, you can have just to draft collusion. Round one. It's gotta be collusion. It's gotta be. And, well, but, but if, like, if we can address is... but if we can go after wide receivers, if we can get a if we, if we can trade for a Hopkins, sign Odell, one, like a big move like that. And and then maybe there's a Corey Davis move, maybe there's a Chark move, something like that in there. Then we can take that twenty second pick, use it on a, a cornerback, or we can trade I back in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it gives us a lot of options, and that's why I think it's been quiet because number one, focus is on Lamar. You know, we don't know what's going to happen there, but the I, you know, we got to make it the top. It's not really moving either. No, no it's you not. Know, so there's really not been many big moves. It's not like no. you know, Aaron Rodgers still hasn't been done yet. Right. Um, exactly. Your biggest moves of the offseason were Derek Carr, right? Yeah. Jimmy G. Yeah. Is that even done? Is Jimmy G even official? Jimmy G, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah he got it he's official. You don't have to worry um, about the Raiders. But I, I think he's got to hit, though. Like, my thing with EDC is just he's got to hit. And, and all this waiting, and what I was getting at was, is that the DeAndre Hopkins or the Mike Evans, or, you know, I wouldn't even maybe sleep on DK. Like, he's, I mean, he signed a contract last year, but, you know, it's, it's a new contract. So it's something that, you know, before the money starts hitting, it's going to be something that could be maneuvered down the road because he's young. I know and for a fact that we were set. we were deep in talks for him last year around the trade deadline. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know so that I mean, he would it, like one of those three for me. Like, if you can go out and get one of those three, cool. D Hop is the guy right now. Like, you got to hit on D Hop. But if he swings and misses on the free agency and being patient like this, we can blame Lamar we want, but EDC's got blamed too because he had a deal done with Slay that you know wasn't cheap. So if you got the money to put in for Slay, your CB2 that you wanted to come in, then you got the money to make these moves at wide receiver. So you need yeah, to be more Yeah, but Slay costs only money. That's the, So the problem with that whole mindset, you're, you're not wrong. Like if Hopkins and Evans move to other teams and it's for a price that the Ravens could pay, then I would be irritated too. But when you're talking about bringing in Slay, that's just money. 
You know what I mean? That's just telling Darius Slay, we're going to give you this amount of money, and it is what it is. There's no second, there's no third party involved in that. You're not going to another team's GM trying to, you know, work a deal for uh, Darius Slay. You're just trying to bring in, you know, the guy. And so I feel like that's part of the problem with trading too, is that, you know, you got Waller moved, you got uh, Cooks moved, and that those were not good returns. And those are guys that I would probably say were, you know, Waller especially is like a top of the market tight end, right? I mean, in terms of who you're going to be able to trade for. So I he's top five. He's top five at his position. He only needed you a third. Yeah, and I totally, I totally agree with you. But I, I mean, monetary wise, like if if the argument is is we don't have the cap right now because we're waiting on Lamar's situation or whatever. Like if you had the money for Slay, you have the money to take on a DOP contract. That's yeah, what I was yeah. mean about. So, oh, definitely. Here's what I think we should do. They, you know, I don't know if it, if it's. I don't know where they're getting the information from, but the report was that since they wanted a second and a third, right? They wanted a second and a third or a second and a player or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Second player. Now they've dropped it to basically the, the return on cooks. So I think we can go over the top and offer him a three, give him a three, give him a, give him a three and and James Prochet. Yeah. Fucking get him out of here. Sorry, sorry, most stone. Killing two birds with one stone. I think he. I think yeah. I, honestly, I think he would. He most stone would would celebrate that. I think he wants so, to crochet on a different team. So, so what do we? Uh, what do we do about corner? Do you have if we do that? Depending if we, on who's if we there, go, if, yeah, if we go, if you in, got JSN, if you got JSN Flowers, um, Porter Jr. and I don't know, let's say Christian Gonzalez there at, at twenty two. Who do you take? Christian, you Gonzalez, take Christian Gonzalez at twenty two. Yeah, fuck yeah. Christian There's no Gonzalez way he's going to be there at twenty two. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I had to throw somebody he's in there that was like a strong corner. No, he he. No matter who's he's there, not, even but he's even good. if all the wide receivers are still on the board, if Christian Gonzalez is there at twenty two, you take him because he's a if he is a potential it, top yeah. five, top seven pick. If Witherspoon or Gonzalez. If Witherspoon or Gonzalez are there at twenty two, you take them hundred times out of a hundred. You do not pass on that. No. After yep. that, I feel like the next tier of corners, you could maybe trade down into the early 30s and probably get a guy that you rank about. Same like when it's like a Joey Porter Jr. somewhere in that, you know. I think area. he's going to be like around he's... one guy, but it'll. We, we, I think you could probably get him in the late 20s. Yeah, see, I don't know. He might be a long, round one guy or he might be a really early round two guy. Like, I feel like the next know, five corners. Are, he can play. I, I'm not he, saying he's I bad. He's I'm just play. saying that the next yeah. five guys are really, there's not a huge, I don't think there's but, a huge gap between them. I mean, we know I'm Zay Flowers or bust, but like, yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's going to be a tough situation. And just to get back to it, like, my biggest concern is the lack of urgency for anything right now. I just and, don't I know mean, that you can call it a lack of urgency, though, really, because if it's, if the, it's who do you want, like, yeah. who has moved that you're mad that you think that we should have had some urgency to go get? No, well, not and even that. Who's moved, it's it's who could we move to go get? Well, well but again, the... do you want to reenact the Godfather like every time where you're going to go, you know, bring your fucking goon and hold a gun to somebody's head and say, you know, make make the move? Like, it takes two to ten. You know, EDC can't, like, again, can't bring Luca Brazzi into a fucking GM meeting and hold a gun and say, sign this trade offer, or your brains are going to be on the fucking paper. Like, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, well, and Grant. Do you really have, fa- do you really have faith in him, though, that he well, makes, uh, like, honest offers? Like, he's again, a low what, what deals has he not made honest offers? He's been, well, the best, the, the best things that he's done, the best things that he's done as a GM are trades. He's got trades. great returns on trades. So, um, here, but maybe, look at it this way, Grant. Maybe EDC is looking at, you know, the the results with and you're you know you're critical of him and and his uh wide receiver evaluations in the draft so maybe he's saying why are we going to 
try this again and draft a wide receiver round one when every time we do this, it kind of blows up in our face. I'm going to focus all my energy on filling these gaps in the wide receiver room and upgrading through trades. Cause I'm, I, you know, I've proven that I can make, I can make the trades. So I know we haven't seen him make a wide receiver trade, but he's made big trades, several huge impact players. So maybe he's his approach is he wants to address wide receiver. He wants veterans because again, we're not great at developing wide receivers. So go get a couple wide receivers via trade that, you know, we already know, have the NFL skill set, have adjusted and uh, have proven themselves in the league. And then we can use uh, our picks on positions that we are, have proven to be better at evaluating, like cornerback, like edge rusher, like, you know. I mean, we did fuck up on corner last year, but we'll leave that. But historically, we've done pretty yeah, well. Yeah, we've I mean, been we, better with we, it. We do, we do well <laughs> drafting secondary players. I mean, it's just, it, you know, wide receiver is the, is the glaring. Yeah, well, but it's tough yeah. to say we're good at that. But the 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 ob- the obvious issue with our drafts historically dating back to the beginning of the franchise is that we're not great at drafting quarter or, uh, wide receivers. So you know, if we can address that huge need uh, in a way Elsewhere. that that he's proven to be pretty good, uh, you know, he he's only been here. This is only his fourth year, fifth year, right? We we're in his fifth yeah, year now. Be year five. Yeah, this yeah, will be year five. So that's plenty uh, of time, though. But, but I'm saying he has proven in those in his four plus years going on five that he can make big trades. So if we need to, such an upgrade, it's obvious they acknowledged it. He acknowledged it. Um, maybe he's saying, okay, I have to do this via trade, and we can use the draft to do what I know I'm good at. Um, but all so- his big plays are on the defensive side of the ball, and we know that we've needed this issue at wide receiver for a long time. So my thing is, is I love the trades he has made. And some of them have lasted longer than others, but like, you know, they have been impact trades, but why not make that move on the offensive side of the ball? Well, that's what I'm saying. So that. maybe it's time to do that. And think about this. He, he also did a really good job of getting a good return on Hollywood Brown last year. Cause everybody knew he wanted out and he still got a first round pick back for him. Um, You're welcome, so, Eric. Yeah, exactly. So um, I don't know. I mean, EDC is somebody who, uh, if you want to talk about his ability to, to to swing a trade, he has proven to be good at it. So, you know, I understand we haven't gotten the wide receivers that we want, but you cannot sit here and tell me he's he he's never made a good trade or he's not he, he doesn't know what he's doing. He he obviously no, I never does. said that. I, offensive side of the ball. Well, when I say you, I meant that more in more uh, of a yeah, a wide I wasn't I wasn't directing just, it just, at you. It's just like it's frustrating because it's like, you know, like you you absolutely know. And if you know, you can't evaluate the wide receivers, like stop swinging. Like, but is it he can't that's what I'm saying. That's what he that's what he should he let, do. Is he let well, he should have done it before. Stay for too long. You know, yeah, there, that, there's that's a, a huge part of it. And that's part of the problem is that you're stupid enough to keep Greg Roman employed. But that's a Harbaugh problem. And it makes your general manager look stupid. I feel like now that we got Roman out of the picture that maybe some of these guys that we have are going to look a little bit better and that we really just need that one guy. And maybe a Corey Davis is not totally necessary. You know what I mean? that maybe, maybe we're just one player and somebody in the, you know, like an AT Perry or, uh, you know, Cedric Tillman or whoever's going to fall Michael Wilson, that kid from Stanford, like somebody who falls to the later rounds. Cedric maybe we Tillman's grab them. A fucking and, stud. Yeah. I like that's Tillman. what I'm saying. He's better than I like that. I like Tillman. Um, yeah, I like, it, I like Josh Downs. Josh Downs is short, so I was thinking more of like the big body. Guy. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Josh Downs is <laughs> is, is, a, is a burner. 
But Josh Downs also went to UNC, and I don't like Grant to be happy. So we've established we've well established. <laughs> I was waiting. I, I was yeah. waiting for it. <laughs> Shit! Hey, call Although, call Washington. Let's let's try let's trade for uh Dimey Brown. I like him. He made some great they, plays last year. They're not going to use him either. I'd be no. fucking ecstatic about, about that. He's good. I like him. I feel like Eric Bieniemy is going to use him. Maybe you're forgetting right. that they have a competent coach now. You're right, and and he he likes to use all the wide receivers. So yeah, I yeah. mean he he may say I'm not getting rid of any of these guys. I saw somebody the other day say uh, that they think that Terry McLaurin like get the fuck out of here. Number one, he j- he signed a deal, a a big deal. And so my only thing is he's their best is- best receiver. Okay, so if if they botch, which they have botched the quarterback position, I would say I don't think Sam Hall is the guy. And that seems to be who they're putting all their eggs in that basket. If you get to next year and you did, you know, what are you like seven? Seven. They brought and, in percent. Uh, they're not. They're not putting all their eggs in. in oh, but that's in what I'm that saying is that you you brought in a bridge quarterback and then you think that you maybe have Sam Howell. So maybe if they go, I don't know, nine and eight, eight and nine, seven and ten, whatever it is that they're hoping that they can package, you know, their pick and whatever picks they get back from McLaurin, and maybe you'll get a real quarterback. Maybe. Well, and Caleb Williams is a local guy. So, yeah, so I feel like that that's, you know, I, that's the only reason you trade Terry is if you suck this year, basically. I think Chase Young and uh, Terry McLaurin are the two guys that they may get rid of just for, you Chase know. Young, Chase Young would have to have a, an incredible first half of the season to, to have any value in a trade. I don't know. I feel like he's the kind of guy, he, he's got like that those clowny vibes to him where people will just always think that he's good. Yeah, but if what you want to get back, I mean – they could get a lot back from him if he comes out and plays like he did his rookie season. Yeah, if he gets like he, five he shits and stuff. Well, he's been hurt, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that that is part of it. I don't know. I mean, I, that's a team that I'm. Uh, they, I think they're destined to suck. But who knows? Well, who knows? Apparently, there's a sale that could happen at any moment. Yeah, they've been reported six billion dollars. Imagine paying six billion dollars for that franchise. Worst stadium in the world. Yeah, terrible stadium. You it's have, made out like, of popsicle sticks. Yeah, really like no is. good, no goodwill with your fans. You really have, you know, like the only good thing you've done in the last, I don't know, ten years is that you hired Eric Bieniemy. That that's what's made people happy. Yeah, and like, like yeah. it's it's such a fucked up situation that they were like, we're gonna get rid of this horrible racist name that we've been using for uh you know a hundred years or whatever and and it made the fans even more mad <laughs> they were yeah. like no we yeah. want that fucking racist name they're like at least well, we the funny... a cool logo for a second uh it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the worst fan bases in the world it's it's such a fucking train wreck i mean I, at least we're not them but that sean taylor that sean taylor statue that they made is maybe the biggest joke i've ever seen it's on a porta potty right no, it's just a fucking no, coat hangers. It was made out of coat hangers. Coat hangers. It's a mannequin inside of like a phone booth, basically. It's a skeleton, which is like, yeah. come on, whoa, guy got fucking it's, murdered, right? Yeah, no respect. Well, I mean, they're known as the commanders now. They should really go ahead and adopt their Soviet ways, change their full name to the commies, change their logo from the W to the hammer and sickle, and then just go ahead and reseize the means of production, and then they can just be the fucking commies. I was talking to a, a a Washington football whatever Commanders fan uh, last weekend, and they were like, oh, "Yeah, commies." Well, they were like, uh, "You know, when the sale happens, maybe they'll maybe the new owner will change the name." I was like, "That would be the dumbest fucking thing they could do." You can't. You got to stick with it. Well, yeah, they've changed the name. Literally, they've had four name, three three names, four names in the past three names in the past five years. 
that you I can't mean, change the they, name if again. they change the, if they change the name you've got to go back to the redskins that's the only way you change that name <laughs> that would be wild i don't think the league it would be a gonna... wild move but that's that's the only like or or you go back to the football team i guess you don't like i think that would be oh. a, that would be smart i think the football team was the yeah. best name of the of you know of the the option well, because it was because it was just perfect for what a clusterfuck that team is so well, there is a way to get around it and go back to being the Redskins if they really wanted to. They'd have to change the logo to a Redskin potato. Yeah. That, that would be or the way. Or you do uh, Bamani Jones and do the DC Caucasians to the Redskins. You know, do that <laughs> right. Whole hey, if, if, it's like, if it's like a Max Fleischer style logo, I, I would be like, you know what? I fuck with that. Because Max Fleischer style animation from the 1930s and all that, cool ass pictures like in Cuphead, the game, if y'all ever played that. Cool. Here he goes. Here he, this is it. This is Jake's. I was waiting. Jake's segment. I was waiting for no. one. Of I was waiting for one. Not yet. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not there yet. We're not oh boy. There yet. Oh man, what's he got? Man? But speaking of, but speaking of teams who were previously theorized to have an interest in Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's hotline has been dry. He's been making other. He is his representation of a family friend has been making other <laughs> teams hotlines. Jake. Bling. I know. I know. But still. Either way, it's been silent for like a week. So here begs the question. Who will come out the woodwork to actually sign him, given the moves that have been made by the previous contenders? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you who. Nobody. The Ravens. The Ravens are the only one. because Correct. Because no one is going to give him the fully guaranteed deal. No one's going to fully guarantee him. And this is the semantics in that report where they said he's not looking for a fully guaranteed deal. Yeah, he's looking for more fully guaranteed money or as much as Deshaun Watson, but the deal is going to be bigger than Deshaun Watson's. So yeah, okay, fine. He's not looking for a fully guaranteed $260 million deal or whatever, $300 million or whatever the fuck it is he's looking for, whatever's been offered to him. But he is looking for more fully guaranteed money or as much fully guaranteed money as Deshaun Watson, and no one is going to offer that to him because that's the that's that's like a backdoor uh, to, to doing the it, same stupid shit that the the Browns did, and no one wants to do that. That no one wants to prove it's that. It's the- simpler than that. It's even simpler than that. It's that whatever they offer, if it's not a fully guaranteed contract, they know the Ravens are going to match. Right. Exactly. And and no one's but and no one is going to do the fully guaranteed because number one. It will cripple your your salary cap. All these people who are like, well, there's more. The salary cap's going up. Doesn't matter if the salary cap's going up. You're still if you're giving a guy that much fully guaranteed money. We see it with Watson. They did the restructure. Okay, fine. It, he's only taken up 21 million this year, but now he's he, he's in the mid 60s for the, the rest of the contract. So like, even if right now the the salary cap this year is 222 million, I think. Yeah, uh, like Two twenty five. So at 65 million dollars a year, you're that's well over 25% of the cap. You can't build yeah. a team with a guy taking up 25% of your salary cap or more. So, I mean, it's idiotic. That kind of brings me to a point I wanted to make. We have a lot of Ravens fans who, and you know, some of them, I think it's just fatigue with the situation, but they, the, the, there's a, 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 a large faction of people who are like, give Lamar what he deserves. And you're like, what is that? Whatever he wants, give Lamar, whatever he wants. Now I'm going to make a proclamation on behalf of the the podcast. I think Grant is going to disagree and maybe be offended by this, but <laughs> giving someone what they want that's like an outrageous request. Three of the four of us on this podcast are parents, right? If your kid is throwing a fit and they want some fucking ridiculous thing and you give it to them, you are an asshole. You're creating 
a smaller asshole who's going to become an adult someday who's going to be an asshole. You're a bad parent if you allow your child to kick and scream and you just give them whatever they want because they uh, it makes your it makes it easier for you. So all these people who are like Lamar Jackson wants this, just give it to him. Why? So that this thing can end. No, that's not how it fucking works. And so if you support the idea that we should just give Lamar Jackson whatever he wants, it depends what he wants you, from me. That's well, that's my, okay. That's my problem. If you support this idea that no matter what it is, we should give Lamar what he wants. He's earned it. You, if you are a parent. I will report you to CPS and have your children taken away. If you do not have children, I would like to put you on a list of people who are not allowed to have children ever in their lives. Cosign? Depends. Nope. I mean, I, I I agree with your general premise, but it depends on what Lamar wants. If what, what Lamar I'm wants saying is, is actually ridiculous. Well, yes, what I'm saying is anyone who has the, who, whose opinion is, no matter what it is, give it to him. Yeah, then there. I don't. Morons. I don't agree with. I don't agree with that. I mean, it, there's a there's an amount of money that you just say, okay, that's too fucking much. But like, if it's what we kind of think it is, or around the general area of what like it's been reported, just fucking pay him if it's not far off by that. You know, by you know, ten million dollars, right. give him the fucking. $10 that's where I'm with you, but I think what Will's saying is people are saying just give Lamar a blank contract and let him fill in the numbers. Yeah, those people are stupid. Those people don't deserve opinions. They don't deserve First Amendment rights. They're they're idiots. I mean, right. the emotion, the emotions in me, yeah, give him a fucking blank check. But the realistic person in me that's a fan yeah. says there's a fucking well, limit. And, yeah, like, there's and also, a point. I want to be clear about this too. I'm not saying that because I care like about the money. It's not my money. And I don't care. I said this last week. And since then it was ironic because obviously I'm getting this from random people who don't listen to the podcast, but they're like, uh, we only have seven listeners, right? Yeah, seven. seven listeners and none yeah. of them left comments. Yeah. But right. I'm getting no, this, five, no reviews. if you say we shouldn't pay Lamar Jackson X amount of money or give him anything he wants or whatever, then it's immediately, you're you're on the billionaire side. No, I'm not on anyone's side. I'm on the side of I want the fucking deal to get done, but I also want the team to be good and be able to continue building a good team. And if you give a guy this gigantic contract, you fuck your team up. So uh, that that's not what I I said it last week. I'll say it again. I don't give a fuck how much money it costs the owner. I don't give a fuck how much Lamar Jackson makes. I want both sides to agree and the transaction to happen, whatever the number is, I don't give a shit. As long as it yeah. allows the team to continue to be competitive and continue adding and building and, you know, plugging the holes that they need to plug and everything else. Uh, but uh, I just, the idea that just, and I, again, I said, if you're just as, because you're seeing it out of fatigue, I guess I get that. It's kind of a frustration thing, but if you're, if you're legitimately, you feel that Lamar Jackson has earned the right to just come in, walk into the room and say, here's what I want. Uh, you know, no conditions. I'm going to, I'm I'll, I'll sign my name now and I'll leave with my check. No, that's not how it fucking works. It's business. Well, and if you don't get that, you're a, a, a fucking idiot child. So I, I think Lamar has earned the right to ask. I have no issue with him saying, I want a fully guaranteed contract. I want this. I, whatever the fuck he asked for, go for it. If you, that's, you feel like you're worth then you're fucking more power to you. Feel free to ask. It's the fact that the market has now, I would say shown him that that's not what people are going to pay him. Sometimes and so you ask has, and, you, and the answer is no. Yeah, that's that's the thing is I don't I don't have an issue with him asking for it. I don't I think these reports that come out or the the general sentiment that he's greedy and you know unrealistic is 
wrong because I think that he's well within his rights to ask for whatever he wants. I don't think that it's really that crazy. And I'm never going to you know, tell somebody that they're worth X amount of dollars if he feels like he's worth more than that. Fine. But we have now gotten to a point where, you know, he it appears that the Raven he's asking the Ravens to bid against themselves. And that's where it becomes stupid business on the Raven side of you're you're the only suitor. So why are you going to continue to outbid yourself? And like Grant said, if it's 10, 12, 20 million dollars, I don't even know what the actual number is. If it's twenty five million dollars over a five year contract. Like, is it really worth it? Probably not. It's really, you know, chump change in the in the long run. But if it's, you know, 50, 60, 70 million dollars, like you kind of got to put your foot in the sand at some point and just say, you know, yeah, like, yeah. all right. Well, and so the the conversation that's been happening since Lamar did that tweet, the where he acknowledged that the guaranteed money was $133 million over the first three years of the contract. Mm-hmm. So I do understand, and, and it's very easy to say we offered him the second most guaranteed at signing ever. And that's true. It's not like, you know, that's not that's not like semantics. That is accurate. But the fact that it's a hundred million dollars off from the two hundred and thirty. He wants to be closer to that. I get that. And and, I mean, and I agree with them. I think, you know, I think he deserves more than 133 fully guaranteed. Now over three. No, Uh, I mean, more over three, I think up to up to 150 over three. If we're talking about fully guaranteed over the life of the contract and you want to say the 175, then we got to do the math on that. Maybe it's like basically you're guaranteeing three and a half years of the deal or whatever. Um, But when we're talking about the 230 is a fake number. I get that it's in the conversation, but it's fake. It's like, it, it's not really part of the conversation. Now, I think the way he looks at it is I'm a hundred million off from the guy who got 230 million fully guaranteed that at some point, someone is going to have to get through to Lamar that you can't go in and that can't be like part of the conversation. Like you have to find the number that you're comfortable with and that's, you have to negotiate off that. Or like you find the number that you want and then you stretch it so that you get back to You get back to there. You know, if it's, yeah. if 180 yeah. would do it, then he goes in and says, I need 210. And then they negotiate back and forth. Maybe they end up at 190 or something. Well, but, the, fr- yeah, the that- frustrating part's going to be like if the money's there and they have the like the offer agreed upon, but it's the guaranteed in the first X amount of years that's holding everything up. That's what I feel like it is, though, because I feel like the general framework of the five and 250 has been reported nine million times and nobody's refuted that. And nobody's come out and said that Lamar wants more, more than that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that it's, and maybe it's, you know, five and 255 or 260 or whatever to get him to that 51 or 52 AAV. I have no idea. But again, it's, it's 260. It's, 260 gets him to 52. Yeah. So that general ballpark has been clearly agreed on by the public, by Lamar, by EDC. Like it just doesn't seem to be something that's refuted. So it's, it's clearly a guarantees issue. And like I understand Lamar's point of view of what is the point of the 133 at signing? And then the 175 guarantees next year, that money doesn't go into escrow until the next year. Anyway, it's literally doing nothing for the Ravens cap because if they cut them, it's going to be a, you know, $80 million cap hit or something like that. Like they're gonna have to eat $80 million dead cap charge. So like, why are you playing a semantics game with them? Right. You know what I mean? Just, just fucking throw that 175 at them at signing and call it a day. Like if it's that simple, just do it. Who cares? It's, it's $42 million. You were willing to pay him anyway. So why fight now? If it's, the hundred million dollars and that's what Lamar wants. That's a different conversation. You know what I mean? There are, there are gaps that you can bridge and there are gaps that you can't bridge. And I don't agree with just pulling out all the stops and giving Lamar what he wants, like you said, but there's gotta be middle ground somewhere at some point. Like we can't just keep doing this back and forth shit for, for, you know, all off season until July. 
I saw somebody tweet when the the Hopkins news popped earlier with the the new basically the value of what they're going to get back, and then somebody said like, um, send a a third and queen to the Cardinals right now, and then tell Lamar, you know, we're coming to negotiate and show up with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, do it. That's I think I said this last week that. You know, you, it's easy to ask Joe Burrow to take a, a team-friendly structure because he's got Jamar Chase, he's got T. Higgins, he's got you know, like weapons there that are with that it, it makes sense. You can logistically show him that if you ask for this amount of money, we have to lose this, this, and this. But like Lamar doesn't have that around him. Yeah. So give him some. Give him something that's a negotiating chip on your side. Yeah. Give him something to to like be willing to sacrifice for. Hey Lamar, if you take one seventy-five at signing instead of two thirty at signing, here's DeAndre Hopkins and here's Corey Davis. Maybe that that you know moves the needle for him. Jerry Judy's still one that um, intrigues me just because of um, you know Lamar's uh, allegedly wanting him or Hollywood. Yeah, if you were to yeah, yeah. Except that they're they're saying he, he want they want a, a one back for him. There's no way you give a fucking one up for for Jerry but Judy. If they ask for a one and then you you know um, offer him Queen and a three, does that get it done? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they're scared off enough teams with the saying they want the one two that maybe people aren't calling anymore. Well, and so even I think earlier today they said the Browns were, were like heavy on Judy on a trade, and they end up trading for Elijah Moore. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the one is like a hard, you know, they're not they're not budging. Yeah, but so the more the more teams that you have not budge and go other directions again, this is the same thing with Odell and and the Cowboys is that they went they were like fuck Odell, we're gonna go get Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So now that's one less suitor for Odell. Now Odell's market shrinks. Odell's going to ask you for less money. Should we talk about Brandon Cooks? Because I know Grant feels strongly about him. I don't know. Grant, you are talking you about Brandon get, Cooks? I mean, I feel – Start screaming about Jerry Jones? Or... Probably. I mean, what a fucking yeah. genius. But, like, my thing <laughs> is, is, like, dude, a fifth and a sixth, and it wasn't even a fifth and a sixth this year. It was in consecutive years. It was a 2023 fifth and a 2024 sixth for Brandon Cooks. And the money's been reworked around to where they ate six of it. So he was going to be 12. Now they reworked his deal to convert majority of it as a signing bonus up front. So he's only accounting for like six million on their cap this year. Very smart move. Very smart move by Jerry Jones. And but you're getting a high quality receiver. What does Dallas have that we don't have? Right. So yeah, he exactly a a quarterback under contract and CD Lamb. A number one and and number two. Yeah, Gallup, Gallup. We you called him a one B last week. I do. I love Gallup. I love yeah. Gallup. But I think. But I'm that, saying that we don't have a Gallup. We don't have a Gallup and a Lamb to pair him with. No. So like it, he doesn't he doesn't fill out our roster the same way that he filled out the Cowboys roster. I guess is my point. He would have been a great addition to the Ravens if we already had a number one wide receiver, but we don't. So. Cooks, if you add Cooks and then you have to go cheap on the next guy, then you really haven't addressed Cooks is the problem. A 1B. But Cooks we, is but then, a 1B. Well, if we have a bunch of 1Bs, we, we don't, don't have, a, have one. a 1, and we we know for a fact we need that. We know it. That's I would what take, we need. I would take two 1Bs. Yeah, but you're saying I would take that, but then uh, – okay. Yeah. Here's what and I, then in and, fucking December, it's why do we have all one Bs? Is yes. you see spending and, all no, but we still got we still got the draft. I mean, you yeah, could but, you could sign Odell and trade for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, but Grant. So the whole the conversation we were having when this all unfolded was, um, Cooks. You could uh, he only cost a fifth and a sixth, and um, you know, so Hopkins is going to cost way more than that. No, he's not. He's going to cost the exact same. So if we had traded for Cooks 
like, you know, done that same deal that Dallas did. And then now we find out that we could have used those exact same trade parameters to get DeAndre Hopkins. We'd all be fucking furious. We don't have a DeLorean though. Like you can't, we can't go into the future or but this is what we're saying. Just, uh, patience at some point makes sense. Right. Of uh, you, it's not about making a deal. It's about making the right deal. Because but it, yeah, but you so better if, make you better hit on it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But Grant, if we got Brandon Cooks and then we got uh, Nelson Aguilar, right? We got those two. Or if we, got, if we did that, okay, and then it turns out we could have had DeAndre Hopkins and um, Odell and Odell or DeAndre Hopkins and Corey Davis or DeAndre Hopkins and DJ Chark, we'd be fucking furious that we did the dumb, the, we, we tried to go too quick that we, we were like, Oh, well let's do it because it's right here in front of us when there's better options out there. EDC is in a spot of he's damned if he doesn't damned if he doesn't at this point, which is fine. He's brought some of that onto himself, but like, I'd rather him make the right move. I would well, rather yeah. be patient. And to be and clear, right it's move. been seven days in free agency. And these trades take time to materialize that, you know, like the Darren Waller trade was a big one. Brandon cooks. I don't even call a big one because he knew he was going to get traded. Darren Waller was like a crazy, like kind of came out of nowhere trade Hopkins. You know, he's going to get traded, but he is a, such a valuable commodity that it's going to take time. There's going to be so many teams that want to get in on it. So it takes a little bit more. Brandon cooks, I think wanted to go to Dallas. He wanted to be there at the trade deadline last year. He tried to force his way out and go there. But so, he's not good. Yeah. So the thing is, though, with Hopkins, like it, teams are going to think, okay, yeah, if I give up a fifth and a sixth, I'm going to get DeAndre Hopkins. No, that's going to drive the price up. Like he's not going to go for. So that's what I'm saying. I think we, we'd be down. happy to give a third and even throw in yeah. a Patrick Queen for it too. You know, but then that, but that's also not the same deal as Cooks. So if you're given third and a Queen for Hopkins, I'm cool with that. But you can't compare that to a fifth I, and sixth but, for Cooks. Hopkins but, is a third and Queen better than a fifth and sixth. Than cooks, the, so we would do that to beat the, the other matches. teams who who I think it's know. a fifth and a sixth. But no matter what, DeAndre Hopkins and anyone else is better than Brandon Cooks and anyone else by a mile. You know that. You'd much yeah. rather have DeAndre Hopkins than fucking Brandon. I have Cooks. a I have a scorching hot take. DeAndre Hopkins is really good at football. Yeah, and Brandon good. Brandon I mean, Cooks is pretty good. Than, and Brandon Cooks is so, pretty good. He's DeAndre Hopkins has been one of my favorite receivers in the league for a while, and I. I there's a gap between them. Absolutely. There's a, a fucking gap, but to the production of cooks and what cooks can do cooks would be more like a Derek Mason style, Steve Smith style in our offense. Like he's a formidable pass catcher. He runs great routes. He could depend upon him. He's 50, 50 baller. He gets over the top of the defense. He can cut, he can run after the catch. Like he produces no matter where he's at. He's been on four different teams. He's produced everywhere he's been. He's just a quiet guy that just makes things happen. And he is enough to elevate an offense, especially if we get Lamar back. But like I said, that deal isn't by itself. So like if you're Lamar Jackson, no brainer. But if you're Lamar Jackson, does Brandon Cooks drive you back the same way DeAndre Hopkins does? It's better to have Cooks and Bateman with Andrews versus what he's had the past five years. Yeah, but you're, well, you're yeah. not answering the question. Got, you're not answering the question. You still got money. Answer the question, Coward. <laughs> Fuck you. But you still got <laughs> you still got room for your Odell. You got still room to add yeah, a yeah. shark. That's it. So like, that's another one. So uh, so I think that really when you're talking about acquiring Cooks or someone else, the the direct comp is going to be Odell more so than DeAndre Hopkins, than a DeAndre Hopkins trade. And I think Odell, you should prioritize Odell because there's no draft pick compensation attached. He probably can be had for cheaper than Cooks. I think we can get him for around what 
the the AAV of Cooks on this on this restructured deal, and the the first year cap hit, we can get really low. We can get it down to like and four again, million bucks. Or do something you like that. want Brandon Cooks or do you want Odell Beckham? Right, Odell Beckham. I I think Odell is a lot better than Cooks. I mean, in we terms of like both, but we could have had both. Is what I'm saying. I, but we could have Odell and Hopkins. I don't know if that we don't have the we we need a CB two. We can draft a CB two. I don't know, but I, I that's a lot of money. We just so we, we just money on we just went over. He doesn't care about the offense. Yeah, he doesn't. Now care we're about talking it. about, but then we're talking about spending money on fucking goddamn. Yeah, yeah. You, we're talking about tape, get that duct tape under control over there. I'm fucking. I'm I'm done with this fucking horizontal shit. Fuck you. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, no, like, but again, that's that's been the EDC only spends money on defense, and EDC only makes acquisitions on defense. And then Will and I propose that we make two large acquisitions on offense and you're, well, what about CB2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> it, it's like, but again, no, like, you, you I agree with the cancer. CB2 draft. Yeah, but, fuck CB2. I, I don't care. But no, I mean, realistically, we have a way better chance of getting Cooks and Odell together than we would have getting Hopkins and Odell together. But I would, t- but uh, net, we have like, zero Hopkins, chance of getting Hopkins and Odell is, is the dream. I don't think it it will ever happen. We'll get one we or the other. A, but I think Hopkins zero, and anyone, Hopkins and anyone is better than Cooks. Zero 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 percent chance of having Cooks and Odell on this team next year. Cooks is gone. He's not happening. Right. So let's let's not. I don't care about him. He's gone. Well, hopefully soon. No, we're not saying that on the next podcast about D Hop. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be disappointed if if Hopkins gets traded and if it's Hopkins not- or Evans move and we're not getting the other one, I'll be disappointed. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like if Evans moves and then our and then we follow up the next day and get you know Hopkins, I'll be fine, or vice versa. But if we don't get either one of them, I'll be irritated. Here's a, here. Okay, here's one: Hopkins and Galladay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that would be great, right? Okay, yeah. Kenny Galladay, I think, was got the short end of the stick. He battled some really like lingering, annoying injuries. Kind of butted heads with you know his OC, and then he butted heads with Debo, which. You know, you got a new coach coming in. It's probably calling him, you know, a pussy for not being on the field with the lingering, whatever it is. But the guy's got skill and the guy's got ability. We can see what he could do in Detroit. Maybe he just needs a change of scenery. He's a guy that I would take him over Corey Davis. And I think, yeah. you know, he, uh, he, um, I think in 2019, he had like 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns or something like that. He had a really yeah. good season in 2019. I, I like, I know Kenny Galladay is not the, the hot name, but I, I, I like him. I would take him. Again, he's big. He he makes contested catches, and you're not paying him wide receiver mon- one money, and you're not expecting him to be a wide receiver one. Yep. So right. sign me up. Yeah, so even if it was like Odell on him, I think that's good. I mean, you know, th- yeah. th- those two I think are, are solid additions, but there's there's a lot of combinations, and to me, making that trade for, for Cooks would just – I, I said it, you know, when we were talking about it, but it's like waving the white flag. It's I think it's sort of like it conceding. Is. It's like it's throwing in the towel way too early in the process. But when there when there are still guys out there like DeAndre Hopkins, like Odell Beckham, like, um, you know, who who knows what other wide receivers are available? That's another thing. Like, you, I'm sure EDC is calling around and, and, you know, kind of shaking some trees to see. Like, is is this guy like, would is there anything we can do? Because no, he knows. Cookies. You're right. Yeah, he, is. he, he, needs to he knows he knows damn well that wide a number one wide receiver is the like aside from a Lamar Jackson extension, there's nothing more important than a number one wide receiver. A bonus. No, I, I I fully agree. I, I think my issue with and I think again Grant is going to take the brunt of stupidity on Twitter 
because he has a similar opinion to them, is that Brandon Cooks moving is not the end of the world. It's it's not this chicken little bullshit. You know, they call themselves the Legion of Gloom. They're they're literally just a bunch of little chicken littles running around acting like the world's over because yep. we didn't go get Brandon Cooks. Like, there's more to the world than Brandon Cooks. And if we don't do anything, that's different. But just because we haven't done anything seven days into the trade window doesn't mean we're not going to do anything by the time, you know. I mean, realistically, when I would say draft night is probably your deadline. Yeah, oh yeah, of, for of sure. getting these kind of trades done. So you, if you've wide, got a month. If, yeah, if wide receiver one is not addressed by pick twenty two or pick twenty one uh, of the the you know the draft, then some then everything has gone really badly. Yeah, then it's a different conversation. Yeah, and that's where. So yeah. I I don't and are, is your argument that EDC has not done enough for you to buy that grace period? Is that is that why you're feeling the way that you do? Is that you don't think he's done enough to earn that trust from you? No, he hasn't. I don't think – I think he's constructed – and if you look position by position, specifically on defense, we can crack all the jokes we want. He's done phenomenal building a defense and catering to that. But I think he got – he sacrificed the offense, which in a passing league, yeah, you got to stop the defense, but you have to know how to build the defense and build through the draft as well. I don't think he's done a great job at that. But you I say think offense. he's hit on some picks, but like offense, he's really like he like. It's I think really we one got... position on offense, though. It's I mean, again, he's got he's got good tight ends. He's got a a good offensive line, not great. He's taken a little long to replace Yonda for my liking, but center too. You know, I mean, again, he took last year to get a center. Yeah, but again, he he did it. You know, he did go and get Linderbaum from, you know, University of Iowa. So big bad, Iowa though. people. So, yeah, yeah but that's my point. That's my point is that, like, you're saying he hasn't done enough to address offense. He hasn't done enough to address wide receiver. That's fine. Like, I'm not I'm not going to argue that with you, but it's it's this idea that he's not doing anything on offense is wrong. He hasn't done the one thing we need him to do on offense. Well, that's a big problem if he can't recognize that, and I think he. Well, got he can't. He, he, he he said it in the press conference. He, and he, he has, but then and, does and, nothing. And he got killed, and then he's, he got. What do you mean, done nothing though? That's the thing. Like, what do you mean? We, we're gonna we're gonna have to have the whole conversation over again that we just had. But I'm saying, like, if you are bringing that out to a point and saying I fucked up, I can't draft, and I haven't done a good job at wide receiver, then you come out and you do nothing. You don't have to. You don't know he's doing nothing. Of money There's a, these conversations about trades take time. It's not one phone call. I mean, the, again, uh, I know Will has not seen the Godfather, quick. but Will has not seen the Godfather, so he doesn't understand the Luca Brazzi band leader, you know, joke here. Will but hasn't like, seen again, the Godfather. No, he's again discussing human being. But anyway, um, like well, again, like yeah, we can talk about watch that. The Godfather. Yeah, yeah, part yeah, one and two. Talking. Don't watch part three. I just Thank don't you. have that that kind of time. It, That's again, understandable, it, but you so. can't. But EC can't just force somebody to make the trade when he wants them to. Then he's you not know, persuasive like, enough. He's not a good negotiator. That's part of the being a GM. Negotiator. Is being able to negotiate. What's he gonna contracts. get? What's he gonna fucking roofie them? That if they are not ready, then he he, he can't make them do something. He again. This is Grant a, is, is he needs consent. He, need, he needs Newsom. consent. Grant. Grant is advocating <laughs> that he takes Ozzie Newsom with a meeting to whoever the Cardinals GM is. And has Ozzie Newsom hold a gun to his head and say, "Either your signature or your brain is going to be on this trade request." Yeah, I, and like you think there, you think there's not a line of teams that that are waiting to. They want DeAndre Hopkins. They're calling every day about DeAndre Hopkins. We just saw today. The reason DeAndre Hopkins hasn't been traded is because they were asking for 
uh, a return that no team is willing to give. Same reason Lamar Jackson. Nothing's happened with him. So it's not but that. No, I, I that, is, it, is, there, it, is it EDC's fault that Lamar's asking price is not. We don't com- know that people aren't trying to get DeAndre Hopkins. I think that the situation with DeAndre Hopkins is that they're giving him a chance to choose an, a destination. So it it doesn't mean that offers aren't coming in. It means the offers that he wants aren't coming in the way they want. Like the shit with Odell, where apparently somebody offered him four million, would not put it past me that it's EDC. I know people joked about it. It was the Cowboys. It was the Cowboys who went and traded for for Brandon Cooks. It was insane to offer four million dollars for Odell Beckham. Or elite GM in your books. That's elite GM Jerry Jones in your books. Offered Odell Beckham four million. Did he get a comparable receiver for fifth and a? Six, he sure did. No, Brandon Cooks is not a comparable receiver no. to Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham is an all-pro wide receiver. Game changer. In, two, in 2018. Has Brandon Cooks ever been an all-pro wide receiver at any point in his life? He's, a th- he's got 7,000-yard seasons. Again, this Six. is the Mike Evans argument. So do you just like guys that do mediocre things for long stretches? I like of time? guys that pro- I got like guys that I wouldn't call a thousand yards mediocre for that many seasons. I, I like Is guys. Hollywood that Brown produce- a mediocre wide receiver. Well, that, that see that's I think Grant's point is if it was one season where he squeaked over the thousand yards on like the last play of the game. Hollywood Brown would have had a thousand yards if he played the whole season last year. Was he good last year? Would have, could have, should have. But I'm saying that again, like we can play this game of this thousand yards matters. It doesn't. It's a meaningless. It's a meaningless threshold that you've set up to say that people like. Brandon well, what does getting a thousand yards mean? It means you're getting yards. It means that you are moving the football. It means but is Brandon Cooks job. an All-Pro wide receiver? Is Brandon Cooks a game-breaking talent? I think he's a difference maker. Absolutely. Where has he made a difference? He can get you eight to ten catches. How good were the Texans the last a couple years with him? It's a, who else did they have? Damian Pierce. Got How Davis good were the Patriots? The I think he was on two two teams that went to the Super Bowl, right? Patriots and he was, he was, Patriots on, Patriots he was on, on the Rams. Rams, yeah. He went back to back and lost back to back years. Yeah. Interesting. Well, he actually, he actually <laughs> should have had a touchdown back in 2018. Interesting. So losing should've the Super Bowl is what we're going for. Golf went late. <laughs> I mean, you should, you should have had that. T- you should have had the Rams only touchdown, but Golf saw him late. Jason McCourty made that breakup. So Jason McCourty is not even the most talented person born on the same day in his family, and Brandon Cooks can make a you know game ceiling catch over. That's because that's the quarterback it, that's the guy that's Goff. I don't know. Jared Goff and Joe Burrow are the same guy, and people are putting uh, Joe Burrow as like top five quarterback. So, yeah, it's just but, it's interesting. It's just that's all I'm gonna but, say. It's just interesting. But I think we could verify ver- whereabouts of where Jared Goff was on January sixth. We can't do the same for Joe Burrow. No, I'm pretty sure that they were together on January sixth in the same location. Maybe doing I got, the same thing. I mean, the first my yeah. first my first uh, run in with the the German Tiger was off a tweet where I said that Bengals fans should be uh, scared that Joe Burrow would, you know, repeat Jared Goff. I mean, Jared Goff and Joe Burrow are, are, are the same guy. Very, very similar when you, when They're you break the it down, exact same guy. circumstances, stats, everything, even like, I think they're probably even the not, coaching tree, even right. the coaching tree that and, they succeeded and, under. Same and, coaching I, tree. and I think that uh, they're even like, physically like about the same size they're just like they're they're kind of like a carbon copy of each other so Joe I just Burrow's said, like, a little bit faster but that's about yeah. it. yeah now joe burrow did bounce back he came back from after his super bowl year and uh had a pretty good season more, he he didn't he did not drop off no he, right that's a team thing but i'm saying just individually jared goff was horrific no it's the same thing he was a he was a yak to pay again he's a yards yards after catch depending quarterback that's all schemed he puts the ball where 
his coach tells him to, and that guy takes the, you know, play far, you know, gains yards after catch. They're the same quarterback. But back to Brandon Cooks, I'm just trying to figure out what has he won? Where where has he been at game breaking talent? Grant. You can eat I mean, you can easily tweet. He's, I know everybody said he was gonna be a Mike Evans or DeAndre Hopkins, but he's been a very I asked you, wide I said I said produced, that Odell was a produces. better wide receiver. Yeah, but, Odell's better. Okay, so what has what has he done for me lately? He won a Super Bowl, Odell. He got hurt in the Super Bowl and he joined the team like halfway through the season. He had a touchdown in the Super Bowl, didn't he? Before he yeah. got hurt. He, he has had more touchdown. If you're looking at dependability and who's going to be there and who's going to produce in the games, I'm taking Brandon Cooks right now. Well, you Why? know, and also also I, take this I, I into account. He is more dependable. Like, he, we he's don't been, know he's been traded four times. We're, we're not going to – yeah, first-round picks, how many of the times? Three of the times. I'm just saying like, he's been traded four times. So it's like, you know, if he's that if, if he's that important to a team, I think Why are they trading? somebody's going to hang on to him, but he's been traded four times. So you wouldn't take a first-round pick? I'm just saying he's been traded four times. For an expiring contract. Teams have seen him as as expendable four different times. Four different teams. He produces. He produces. He puts up yards and he scores. He's that's just what you want out of your wide receiver. Built, built his we don't have that, and we haven't. Yeah, it's always, that's why he's getting the first rounders. But I'd like, rather have Odell. I'd rather have Odell. I would too, and especially because we're not giving up picks for it. It's just money. That's so. fair. I want to. I yep. want to see. I, yeah, I agree. And but I want to see what we get with. I want to see what Odell has. I'm not 100 percent confident that you're going to see 16 games out of him and that he's going to be there when you need him. Maybe I don't know. I mean, he took his time coming back. He took the full year, so he's going to get a full year plus an off season. So um, I don't know. I think Odell could come back and every, you know every every report that they've seen him working out is the, the explosiveness is there. He can turn. Looks good uh, in all the videos I've seen. Yeah. So. You know, if you imagine this, Grant, we get Odell, sign him to a two-year deal for twenty million with eleven million guaranteed. So we're paying him six point five million dollars this year, right? And then we get the Odell Beckham, like the guy, for six point five million dollars, and Grant's the Cowboys have a custom EDC jersey, and, and the Cowboys are playing. Are the Cowboys <laughs> the autograph? Have, the Cowboys have yeah. Brandon Cooks, and they're paying him six point five million against the cap. I'm taking that Odell Beckham, you know, back to his his full full form over any any version of Brandon Cooks. Well, me too. But that's the thing is like what right now, like what do we have in Odell? I'm take I feel more confident in what Brandon Cooks will be able to produce over 16 games than what Odell could produce over 16 games. Maybe, but you know, at this point, it doesn't. Yeah, and like Drew said, it doesn't matter. Brandon Cooks is on the Cowboys, so you know, yeah. let's hope let's hope Odell ends up with us and we, and we get to to you know enjoy the benefit of maybe Odell back to his full self. I agree. I feel like we have Indeed. Twitter drama to probably get to as well. Um, <laughs> Just, uh, we, we've alluded to it, it several times. I feel like this is the point in the podcast where we're supposed to beg for reviews and, and ratings. And um, That's right. You, you know, know talk about do. how we're like, adults. Subscribe. Um, leave the problem is, is that what I've learned is that I don't run a – Show me your genitals. Account. I don't run a follow for follow account on Twitter. I'm not That's from right. uh, fucking inbred hip state, and I don't like to yep. shoot off at the mouth on people and then look like a dumbass for about six days. Just so, fucking absolute yeah. clown show. So anybody who's compelled Twitter. to do it, go ahead and review us. I do, I couldn't fucking tell you how to do it. I have no idea what it even means. So apparently, I want we you only, to, We only have I seven reviews. To, I want you to figure out how to leave a review. I want you to leave a one star review. And write a mean thing about Grant. 
and then link me where I can read them, and I'll start off the next podcast just reading all the mean things about Grant. Yeah. Let's have a one-star podcast. <laughs> yeah, Let's okay. fucking do it. Let's ride. And also, right, for, right, the re- for the record, for the record, let us know if you found your wife on Ancestry.com. Yeah, that too. That, that, that's the other thing. <laughs> that too, and then you can talk about people's wives and loved ones, but if somebody mentions yours who you you know put in your Twitter avatar, then they're a bad person. Do yeah, they just, have childhood yeah. pictures of you two together? When you were babies at a family reunion, I feel like he's probably that's the question. The internet. <laughs> Lamar <laughs> followed that guy hey, you know, but, a couple of days ago, and all of a sudden he's you know fucking hot shit on the internet. He thinks so. All of a sudden, yeah. Nice to see him knocked on a few pegs. Right, mandatory. Anywho, that's going to conclude this week's episode. We'll be back to discuss this, that, and the other. But meanwhile, read it on. See ya. Zone, zone 32. 32.